Church Podcast. This is Drew, and before we start, I want to give you a little disclaimer uh, before we talk to John about money and mission. Um, in this podcast, we used microphones that clipped onto our shirts because of the place we we're at, and because of that, you can hear the, a ticking noise. It's going to sound like a clock sometimes for some of you. Some of you may not notice it, but um, you may hear something that sounds like a watch in the background. That is actually the ticking of my heart. Um, a few years ago, I had heart surgery. I have a mechanical plastic valve in my heart that makes a slight ticking sound, and apparently... Um, if microphones pick it up if they're clipped to my shirt. So um, hopefully that doesn't distract you. This is a great, great um, time with John hearing about money and how we should view it. And um, I hate for the ticking to take away from that, but want you to know if you hear it, you're not going crazy. That is actually my heart. Let's get to the podcast. We're glad you're here today. We have a uh, another one of our pastors, John Neal. Hey, John. Hello, hello. John is our executive pastor. That let's that start there before we get to else. <gasps> oh great! What I was that? hoping. I was what hoping that, that would be what is a, uh, an executive pastor. pastor. Um, no one really knows. No, it's mm. a. It is. I often make jokes about the title because it is. It is really kind of weird if you think about it. The executive pastor. And that's not normal. But usually, I think historically, it's a f- term or title that's been given to pastors who sort of oversee a lot of like the administrative businessy i guess you'd call them side mm-hmm. of things so that includes general administration communications budget finances hr all those kind of random deals so usually that's kind of the the title of which is bestowed upon those duties so do you seem to do more than that though or a different <coughs> how does that work at hope excuse me yeah no i yeah i would say we're we're kind of an odd duck in that that my role um doesn't really fit i guess the most traditional uh, lens, because I would say, yeah, if you're to kind of parcel the big rocks of my role, I mean, a good portion of it would be yeah, that kind of more traditional, be the admin side, finances, HR, um, oversight, but then other big rocks, you know, other would just be, I think, biggest uh, are just general pastoral duties. So whether that's teaching, um, different opportunities, and whether at hours or LDI classes or other opportunities, um, counseling, just meeting with people, uh, premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, more your general pastoral. And then, uh, the third kind of the big piece that I do is a lot with, um, church planting. So both local and then global as well. So that's kind of oh, nice. the sort of, uh, I, I don't a little more atypical, I guess, than most traditional executive yeah. pastors. Yeah. So. Well, that's cool. Well, yeah. John and I have known each other for a while. We in fact did most of LDI together. Our LDI we time. did. It was pretty sweet. Many and, laughs. Uh, many laughs. Many laughs. <laughs> and have got to kind of learn to be pastors, really, yeah. together. Um, and one of the things I appreciate about John is the way he, it, part of his job is to kind of oversee our budget and, and or at least help help lead us even in that area of what money looks like at Hope. And I like the way he talks about it and thinks about it and has really helped me to not get uh, yeah, too worried or anxious or even just... Uh, like, oh, no, if we can't, if we don't have the money, can we do these things, whatever, however that works out. And he's had the opportunity often to cast vision to our church. So I'd love just today to hear a little bit about that, how we think about money at church, at Hope, and in the church, and how does that work, and start there, and we'll see where that goes. Yeah, yeah. 
that's fun. I'm sure upon hearing that, a lot of listeners' heart rates are going up. Spontaneous oh, dance, cool. dancing is occurring. Because yeah. usually when you bring up the topic of money, that's the... That's at least in my experience. That's been people's reactions. A lot of people right now it. are are stopping the podcast. Yep. Actually, yep. we should probably maybe give them a second. And they're gonna sh- they're sharing it with friends. <laughs> Dude, today I heard a podcast about money in the church. What? Yeah. Take Blown it. Take mind. it longer lunch breaks. Yep. To listen yep. to money in the church. lives will be changed forever. I know. Yeah. yeah. So how <laughs> how do we think about that? I think this yeah. is, it's yeah no and I, a reason I, that we we don't react that way. Totally, totally. Yeah, and I you know I, I typically make those jokes one in one sense because I I I think have a awareness that though again a little bit of my mind and obviously there's a, a segment of the world that uh, population that kind of thinks a little bit more in spreadsheets and numbers. I would say the vast majority don't. And so um, you know I try to make High, almost highlight the jokingness of it to um, to kind of bring it down because I think at the, at the end of the day a lot of uh, a lot of people if they're really honest with themselves they it's not like they don't understand money it's um, it's just sometimes usually it's always been talked about in such a odd either maybe businessy way that it just is so for lack of a word boring yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know a better way to say it than that um, Versus sort of seeing it as like, wow, this is a really amazing resource that God has given us mm-hmm. in order to accomplish what uh, we feel like the Holy Spirit is leading us to accomplish. And so, or be be about. And so, in many ways, uh, I think, you know, probably the biggest thing we talk about with finances is, is that, is that it's just a resource. You know, it's mm-hmm. and when we talk about your overall life um, and what it looks like to steward your life. You know, whether that be your time or the giftings God's given you, your passions, um, you know, there are also the realities that God has given you physical resources. And one of those physical resources is money. And for most people, that's a that's a big component of it. Um, and so what does it look like to be um, mindful, um, faithful, uh, and ultimately just kind of be joyful in sort of the process of being able to utilize that and see God use what he's given you for his purposes. Yeah, really as another resource. Yeah. Because uh, in the end, it's uh, always thinking of what has God given me and how do I use that to further his kingdom, to help more know the hope that's in Christ. Totally. And money is one of those things. Yeah. 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 And I would say vast, even in our culture too, it's, it's really weird. Um, obviously, we live in a culture where money is really idolized (laughs) and so i feel like there it's easy to respond in um extremes i think you know it's it's easy to um because money is such a key part of the way which we do life um it's something that again you can either obsess over or not think about at all and so i think we're always trying to find that medium ground of again just think of it at you know see it for what it truly is Mm -hmm. another resource that god has given you be mindful in it at the same time, um, again, in our sort of cultural pond that we swim in, it can in some ways almost become a taboo topic to talk about um, because, uh, and some people have, I think, bad experiences with churches um, in the past. And so we want to be very cognizant of that as well, that uh, many have come from or traditions where I've had experiences where, you know, the, the term, the church is just all about my money. The church just wants my money mm-hmm. has become a, maybe a dominant theme in their minds. And so 
it's hard to be we want to be sensitive to that at the same time not to react in such a way that we swing the pendulum so far the other way where we don't talk about it or mm -hmm. it's not something that we encourage people because it is and I think ultimately at the end of the day a big part of someone's discipleship and I think mm -hmm. really that's at the end of the day how we want to view it um, is that again this is something that uh, resource God has given you and wanting to be mindful not to worship it at the same time when Jesus talks about how you know where your money is so your heart will be also like there's some pretty clear links I think in just how we're mm -hmm. um, how we're wired and, and and it's a huge temptation to kind of allow your heart and passion and to sort of worship where kind of your money may go and so just mm -hmm. again as part of your overall, overall discipleship wanting to be mindful of that and encourage people to think that through yeah how explain maybe like real quickly uh like if you if we imagined a schoolhouse rock episode of uh we followed we followed a dollar bill through the process <laughs> yes of where it goes so let's say um i mean this this kind of could go back infinitely but let's say i i was blessed by let's i wasn't working at hope but i was a guy who worked hard at my job they paid me money i got a dollar bill yeah for my job and I decided to come to my church on Sunday morning or go on my phone and electronically transfer the, <laughs> the representation of that dollar. Let's Hopefully say a good little dollar that, emoji that, that come green, with it though. Yeah, so yeah. You feel it. That green little dollar I put in the offering plate. So now mm -hmm. what's the journey of that dollar at Hope? Yeah. Because it seems like, uh, it could seem like, like, is it just go right to the electric company and they pay the lights? Or is that like a... I don't know, like how is the Great Commission actually being fulfilled with that dollar? Totally, totally. Yeah, and that's, um, yeah, that's a big piece because I, I think especially for those, like I mentioned, who have maybe a background where they think, you know, the church is just about my money. The church just wants my money. You know, the the thing I try to encourage them and sort of my response to people who, who struggle with that is just to ask, why? Why, why do you think the church is about your money or... Mm -hmm at least when the call to money, what is it in you that kind of has this apprehension to it? And typically, I, my assumption is is that they're assuming that the church, um, again, is either just going to hoard it or use it for its own purposes, almost like kind of an, like, we're going to have this big banquet buffet for the staff. I, I You know, it's just trying to get at, you know, it's mm -hmm. like when the church asks or calls people to give of your of their time or other resources, usually it's not met with much apprehension. It's like, okay, no, I get that. So why is there so much apprehension with um, with money? And so that's where I, you know, I really appreciate about hope and encourage people that we do have what we call kind of an open book policy. So if you're regards, mm -hmm. so if you want to see where that money goes, so if you have this feeling of the church is all about my money, it just wants my money, it's like, well, let's show you what happens to it. So. Mm -hmm kind of to hit that broadly first. But yeah, so I mean, there's um, dollar comes in. We we work on basically an annual budget, I guess. So like I mean, very similar to like a family. Um, you kind of have out your different expenses and things that you're going to place value on. Um, mm -hmm. So in the same way, um, every um, family is different in what they value. And so likely their finances are going to follow that. Um, that's obviously the same for just even us as a church and organization. So money comes in, gets put in this, um, I guess you'd think, you know, to equate it again, similar to an, just a person that would be like the income you get for your job for a year. Mm -hmm. And then you have this budget that kind of tells you where, where that money goes. And so for us, um, 
our budget is is kind of divided into multiple different subcategories that would kind of show where those expenses would be and you know some of it yes is um is some you know electric paying the electric company to keep the lights on mm -hmm. and so there is that but obviously the the even that it's like well to to use our buildings buildings are just another resource it's not we don't we don't exist to just keep the lights on we keep you know we keep the lights on to continue to do different ministry activities that we feel like god has called us to do so so yeah so there's a component in there um obviously for for some of those um facility-esque things but then it goes to paying for our staff and so um, actually being able to have individuals who um, though aren't uh, again in our understanding philosophy they're not meant to be the ones doing the ministry but they're the ones that are helping facilitate ministry and what mm -hmm. god's doing um, in our congregation and in our city and the world and so people who are help leading different um, different groups and ministries and helping coordinate small groups and um, things such as that as well as then obviously the rest of the majority of the money um, then just goes to specific ministry opportunities expenses so obviously um the youth go on a trip you know there's a line for that mm -hmm. there you know men of hope um does floor hockey or has other expenses that it kind of associates with what they're trying to do overall missionally women at hope um small groups restoring mm -hmm. hope you know obviously all the different ministries themselves yep. and then really at the end um or end i should say but kind of at the bottom we 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 have decided that 15% of our budget. So every dollar that comes in, you could say 15 cents of it goes to um, initiatives really beyond the walls of hope. And so that goes yeah. toward um, local church planting, that goes to global church planting emissions, um, blessing the city initiatives, um, just other local initiatives, um, and and things like that. So, yeah. so again, every that's kind of one of the things we've decided is to say like, yeah, no, we, and the same way that generosity is given to us, we want to make sure that um, we try to, even in our budget, kind of automate generosity. Yeah, and help support other people doing yeah. good stuff. Because we're just a small ministry. I think in every church, and this is not just a money conversation, but a broader conversation, every church always, it's, the temptation is to think that you're, you're the thing in mm -hmm. your area that God's doing. And I think we've... I've just been very blessed by hope by just the constant reminder that we're just a small Tetris piece of what God's doing, not only in Minneapolis, St. Paul, but the grander Twin Cities, grander state world. And so we're just trying to be faithful and then can also be generous and coming alongside these other organizations and groups that are, again, playing their small Tetris piece too. And yeah, and doing great which stuff. Which is really fun to see. That's cool. That's helpful. It's always hard to know uh, what does that mean? Um, it's a lot of money and so yeah um, in oh, the yeah. end in the end of thing we we see at the end of that process that dollar bill goes through we see hundreds and hundreds of people in small groups mm -hmm. learning to follow jesus being cared for um and reaching out into their communities to love people well care for people bring that hope to their workplaces to their families to parts of the city that aren't aren't real nice that are um you know they're hurting and, yeah. and we see all that play out it's not just paying for our machine that we totally. keep running downtown or in lower town or wherever that is um yeah yeah i think it's, that's that's hard sometimes to see because it feels like it can feel like so what is this you know like oh, yeah. i don't a, a person might personally not feel like there's a impact there's a lot of 
good gospel stuff going on we don't even know about through oh yeah through simple things like that yeah and it's hard um obviously we all see the life through our own lens right and so it's hard not to you can't really avoid it even from your own experience but man i just think even my uh, journey and just even how i got connected at hope was because i was a freshman at the u of m and was looking um god was doing some things in my life and thought oh yeah maybe i should go to church and so i got on this giant multicolored bus that came to my front <laughs> door of my dorm and i kind of almost stumbled upon hope in many ways and um and really that was kind of the start of how i just even got connected at hope and so it's kind of fun being on this side where it's like yeah i uh, clearly I, I you know if you had asked me or prodded i would have known this but this doesn't come to the forefront of my mind that's like oh yeah the people of hope at that time were generously providing that you know they were they were giving of mm -hmm. their that that guy who had a hard-earned one dollar bill like he decided to give that so that schmuck john yeah. neal would have a place to actually get on a bus that would help get him to pay for some gas right yeah paid for some gas and, and, gas or and now on this side the multiple breakdowns that always yeah. seem to happen with vehicles and yeah and so it like, got yeah, to you that, it got a lot it of got to me and that's that's again how i like through sort of generosity through financial resources being used and stored well that's how i came to yeah. hope so it's it's fun just to even kind of remind yourself of like what you were blessed by even in that process too and the joy of seeing things god has given you and you're able to give back to god uh him use to, yeah to bring not just i mean joy to you because he's bringing that hope to other people and uh, that's that's good that that view that's so helpful um one last thing i think this is i'm curious um your thoughts there's been a few times in our history that things got uh a little scarier financially a little dicey yeah um and uh <laughs> a few years ago I remember we had uh, i mean we had steve got before the church on a sunday and said this is we're in kind of you know the this is the talk yeah. if we aren't able to raise funds like people might not get paid there could be like some some pretty serious stuff um and god has responded incredibly yeah crazy miraculously in people's hearts and people have given and things have happened that are amazing but in the middle of that before that next week or the next few weeks when those things were resolved how, how like how do you deal with that because i think like i that worries me some i might yeah. have a little bit of sleep i lose because i'm but i'm not i'm not thinking about this like you are as much as you are yeah. um and so how does that how do you work through that yeah it's it's rough i'm not gonna lie i mean it's a um you know not only is there sort of the cosmic things that god's doing um obviously way beyond us but even even at the people in the grander mm -hmm. people of hope as a body but obviously there's just the things that god's doing in my life <laughs> and so um you know i think what's what's funny is people think like oh well if you're the finance guy at a church you're you're probably like, we're going to come to you to talk about generosity. We're going to come to you to talk about like all these, you know, God and finance type type things. And if anything, I'm like, I just have more opportunity on a daily basis to make money the idol and to find a security in that. And so, <laughs> so in many yeah. ways, those, uh, those moments, you know, it's hard to avoid it of just what God's trying to do in my own life. Mm -hmm. And, um, and 
continually remind me of how to trust in him, be dependent on him, and just repent of my own clinging to that, um, you know, if we don't make X, then what's going to happen? It's like, no, God is way bigger than just a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so there's a lot of that that's obviously going on. But I think then, I mean, transitioning to more of the organizational level, it's hard um, because really in regards to like the elements that I feel that we have control over, really it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, to think of finances very simply, you got money in, money out. And so on um, the money inside when it comes to raising of um, raising of funds, it, it, it's it, the church is not a business in the sense that we just, you know, get our marketing team and our salespeople all in a room mm-hmm. and say, hey, quarter three is down. Let's, you know, boost our numbers, make more calls. It's like, no, that's not, that's not what this is. And so on that side, it's, it's a lot of presenting the need. It's a lot of trying to, um, provide clarity, uh, of the need creativity, I guess you could even incorporate in how you, how you share the need. But really at the end of the day, it comes down to just sort of throwing yourself at the foot of the cross and saying, Jesus, this is your church. This is not Mm -hmm. ours. And so, um, and then just asking. And so, I mean, really, that's sort of the income. If you want to know the grand income strategy of Hope Community <laughs> Church, it really comes down to the clarity and creativity of the need and then the intentionality of the ask. I mean, that's that's really all that we have yeah. our power over. So then I guess, so once you kind of exhaust, um, uh, I would say obviously the more control we'd have then would be on the expense side. And so then I think it just, you start thinking contingency plans of, okay, well, God, if, if this is something that you would desire um, um, or something, if the circumstances were to be where this wouldn't be the money we'd raise, I think then we have to start asking some hard questions about, okay, God, where then are you leading us? If it's not, mm-hmm. if it's not in direction A, what is direction B? And so yeah. um, those, I mean, it's, it's always hard because you don't, you want to plan for them, but obviously you don't know mm-hmm. it, what God's going to have in store. And so, and thankfully for us in our history, God's been very faithful and very generous in that. So, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I think always wanting to have a pulse of, or or just sort of a mantra of humility in that and just saying Mm -hmm. like, yeah, God, if, um, if there are things you, you feel like we're doing unnecessarily, it's like, yeah, I, Hopefully we'll come to that conclusion ourselves before, but if you want us to and need to do this in order for us to shift, then do it. This is your church. It's not ours. And so I think, yeah, just that, that constant, you know, the phrase reviews is just knowing in the finance realm what's faithful, what's being faithful and what's being foolish and trying to discern those that line. And um, so I think those are some, some key pieces. But I think in those moments, also thing that's helpful is it really does I mean, when it goes back to what we actually spend our money on, it I mean, it really does force us kind of with a fine-tooth comb to look over everything and ask yeah. the question of like, is this really effective? Is this really what mm-hmm. we should be doing? Again, money's just a resource to um, yeah. to promote what we feel like God has called us to. And so yeah. in some ways, it kind of forces us to do a lot of evaluation, um, and which is really cool. I mean, praise God, I think every time we've kind of come to some – pretty strong conclusions of like, no, I don't really think there is any yeah. drastic changes we would make. Um, but I'm, you know, in those moments, you know, thankful that God at least makes us kind of go through mm-hmm. that process to ask those questions. 
Yeah, it makes me. I know we're talking about the, our organization, but I think um, that's that's such an applicable thing. Just when when you get in a moment like that, you get to stop and evaluate. Mm-hmm. So what if this doesn't continue? What's next? What's different? Where does God want? But um, yeah, good oh. opportunity to, to refocus and not just panic and scream and, and oh no, yeah. oh no, oh no. But well, it's. Let's see what yeah what he's gonna do yeah well that's not to say that doesn't happen (laughs) it's just it's then then you have to again in humility be like okay and on this side it's easy to say oh yeah we're thankful God (laughs) used that to work through us so good I'm like yeah no those probably weren't my uh, my my finer moments of the life of John Neal but we often in a hope we often uh, there's a tends to be those heaped onto John as a (laughs) you're like. I'm like, well, I can sleep because John will worry about this for us. <laughs> will John not sleep tonight? The full full time worrier. That is one thing I'm I'm good at. Until then, I realize that Jesus says not to worry, and then I have to go through all that process. You have to repent to worry. Oh man, so much repenting. You're a sinner. <laughs> well, I'm thankful, John. That's that's the moral of or the. There that, is and really just this Jesus was just to repent. let you know that John is a great sinner. I think that's. <laughs> yes. Of all the thesis statement of, oh of this podcast, I I have always appreciated your view on that, and uh, and that you are willing to even take that burden for us at times. I think I legitimately will sleep at night and think, <laughs> well, John's thinking about this, and I can, and I can do think about my stuff, and he can think about this stuff. So, thanks a lot. This is uh, really helpful. I think if nothing else, to refocus. Uh, my thoughts on on what does money look like in my life and even just what resources I have and how those can those can be used to help more people know Jesus. Uh, thanks a lot, John. Yeah, thank we, you. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you again. We'll have to make that happen. Thanks for listening to the Hope Community Church podcast. Um, we have some other podcasts if you want to check them out. Our sermon podcast for our other locations. You can get those online um, and Also check out our website if you're curious about things going on. And um, thanks a lot. That's HopeCC.com. And we will talk to you next time.